Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The Monopoly game at Maccas is in full swing. Download the My Maccas app and play today. Welcome to the Maccas Run with Sam Hargraves. Good evening and welcome to the Maccas Run on this Wednesday evening, the 19th of October. No Sammy Hargraves tonight. Matthew Cox in the chair with you. I can assure you it's not 5am, it is 6pm on this Wednesday evening. Welcome aboard. We'd love to have your thoughts this evening. one 736 736 to join in the conversation with us. Or you can send through our text on 0433 16, lots to get through. There's been a big day of cricket, both domestically and internationally, as the ICC Men's T20 continues to roll on. We'll bring you up to speed with the scores on that front in the not-too-distant future. Also, a bit of the news that's uh, just swirling around after the day. So feel free to get involved. one 300 736 736 on the Harcourts open line. Your move, your Harcourts, or 0433981116 on the 40 Winks Temper Text. Consumer's Choice winner. Temper mattresses, pillows, and ad- adjustable bases conforms to the exact shape of your body. I'm keen to go down the path of the Australian expectations for the ICC T20 World Cup. It's been a slow burn, a very slow burn. And today we've been given a little more indication about what the team may look like. There's been some comments made by George Bailey regarding Stephen Smith. I'm just curious to find out, what are your thoughts? What are the expectations for Australia in this World Cup that kicks off this weekend against New Zealand? Is it purely the success to claim... A bit of history by going back-to-back, the defending champions. Is that what we're seeking? Is that what we're wanting? It's pretty simple, and I think a lot of you would agree on that. Or is it there something more in terms of T20 cricket in general? I feel as if the expectation for this World Cup, given off the back of last year's success, I think it is to legitimise the format. For so long we've treated it as an entertainment format. I wonder whether or not if Australia achieve the ultimate success, if it legitimises the format. Share with us your thoughts this evening. one 736 736 or 04-3398-1116. And the expectation for success has been surrounded by so much... I don't know, it's been... Surrounded by so many distractions over the course of the last couple of weeks. You've got issues with the form. You've got issues regarding the skipper, Aaron Finch, 
and question marks over whether or not he'll see out the tournament. The form that he's displayed in the last few warm-up games where he's scored some decent runs fills you with positivity that he will see out the tournament. But it has been a distraction. The Pat Cummins leadership situation taking over the one-day international side and the ongoing conversations surrounding David Warner, it's another distraction. I just get worried whether or not it may impact the chances of a success for Australia. What are your expectations for the T20 World Cup? one 736 736 or 433 to join us on the Maccas run this evening. Or you can take us in any other direction, like Hamish from East Brunswick is about to do and wants to chat about the other big story that is being generated at the moment, the Ross Lyon situation and St Kilda. Evening to you, Hamish. Yes, g'day, big Saints fan. And I just wanted to get on and say I think Ross Lyon will be the best thing that has happened to St Kilda since Ross Lyon himself back in uh, 2007. I think it's um, great as well that all the past players have come out in support because there's a bit of uh, bit of chatter out there from the fans. Not not impressed, but I think it's great that uh, they've come out in support. But they better get on and sign in because I don't think they're... Uh, fooling anyone in, in thinking that they're talking to other coaches. I think it's been lost from the start, so um, it just sort of makes them look a bit stupid if they delay it any further. But, um, yeah, just keen to have them back if we can do it. So you've got no issues, Hamish, then, about the way that he left St Kilda last time around or I suppose the, the concerns about whether it is going back to go forward? You've got no issues regarding that? Well, I think to your first question with how he left in the first place, there's a lot of just misinformation there. The board basically pushed him out and, and, and Nick Rewald's come out and said it as well, uh, didn't really treat him with the, with the respect that he probably deserved. He had 12 months left on his contract at the time, um, had a young family that he obviously had to look out as well, look out for as well, and they, um, they didn't offer him the clarity um, that, that he needed and for someone that had got the club to two grand finals or three technically um, you know in five years I think yeah that that um, that story probably hasn't been explained as clearly as um, as what as how it panned out which is which is a fair enough reasoning and rationale so but what about the fact that he's been out of the game for a, a little period of time? Well, yes and no. He left Freo in 2019, but he's been in the media. If anyone listens to his work on uh, Triple M and, and Footy Classified, he's as sharp as ever. Um, and, yeah, all his colleagues, uh, whenever they speak about him, have, have said the exact same thing. So I've got absolutely no problems. It's not like a, you know, a James Hurd who hasn't coached since, what, 2015 or something, something like that. He's come back in, in a, you know part-time capacity in, in assistant coaching. So it's, he's only been out for three years. And, um, yeah, I, I don't think that's much of, of, of an issue. Hey, Mish, appreciate you kicking us off tonight on the Macca's Run. Thanks for the call. No worries. Hamish joining us to chat about the Ross Line situation and it's almost in a holding pattern at the moment. We heard the latest reports yesterday regarding that situation that uh, he had another meeting with the club... So it's just a wait and see at the moment regarding Ross Lyon. The communication is certainly open between him and club. 
We'll just see how it all unfolds. And as Hamish alluded to, they'd probably want to get him on board sooner rather than later because otherwise we're, uh, well, they're already behind the eight ball when it comes to the trade period that's been and gone. Looking at the draft and how they're going to structure up next year, going to be very intriguing regarding the Saints. Uh, Martins and Glebe, getting back to the topic that we're running with this, this evening, not this morning. You can tell that I've got no idea what time it is. Uh, good evening to you, Martin. Yeah, hello. Look, um, I'm on the air now, am I? You are, you are. Oh, thanks very much for taking my call. Look, I feel as though I'm um, an authority to talk on this. It's a bit like um, building an airport where it's um, practically not um, suitable, like uh, Batteries Creek, um, higher ground and low clouds and everything. Um, but just to get the political people back into power, um, like a cricket um, team, it's um, you've got to be a New South Welshman to get in the Australian side. And, and a lot of players play... Uh, just to stay in the Australian side and not for the good of the side. But, um, like, Sir Glenn Maxwell, it's going to be great watching him because um, he he's, he plays to win every game. When he comes out, the pressure's right on him. And uh, this this year, it's not going to be about whether... Yeah, of course we want Australia to win, but it's going to be all about Sir Glenn and, and just how good he is. Um, and, and he's offsider as well, Marcus Stoinis. So it's going to be exciting to... And just watch um, those players and, um, you know, with, with all the other players frolicking around to, to keep their side and or to keep in the side and keep the captaincy and, you know, all the uh, fumbling that's going on, let's just focus on Sir Glenn and you watch the power of this man. He's the best of the best. I'll put that down in the book, Martin. He, he, I suppose at international level, even a domestic level, there has been times where he's been hit and miss, which does make you question consistency. But again, that probably comes down to the format just as much as form, doesn't it, Martin? Yeah. Yeah, but he's, he's wonderful, isn't he? He, Glenn, can, Glenn. he can be, um, a, he can be a, a game breaker. And if we require it, the Aussies... He might, he might be the most pivotal person in the Australian lineup. Before I let you go, Martin, what is the expectation then for the Aussies? Is it to win on home soil, to go back-to-back in the T20 World Cup? Is it as pure as that? Yeah, let, let, let's not put too much pressure on them. Um, yeah, of course we want the World Cup, but, but let, let them have fun and, and play their game. And uh, we should come away with the goods, but um, let's... Um, Let's band together as a team and uh, just remember a champion team will beat a team of champions. So um, take the pressure off, have fun. Of course we want to win. Um, I'll, I'll be hoping they win, but but if we don't, well, you know, so be it. But uh, just how good it's going to be to watch Sir Glenn and his offsider, uh, Lieutenant Corporal Colonel uh, Marcus Stoinis. It will be. It will be. Good on you, Martin. Appreciate the call this evening here on uh, the Macca's Run regarding the Australian side and the potential make-up of it. We got some indication today about the role that Steve Smith is going to play in the upcoming World Cup. Here's what George Bailey has had to say over the course of the last day or so regarding Smith and his potential non-selection in the 11 for the opening match against New Zealand this weekend. 
I think all the members of our 15 have a role to play. Um, I, I, I don't think that'll be starting in the 11 for Steve, but I certainly think should we need a role at some stage from him, absolutely you can. George Bailey on Stephen Smith. So that just about puts the, the biro through him, doesn't it? It just about indicates that Stephen Smith will not be in the 11 and Tim David is reportedly the one that will fill his spot in the 11. It's yet another distraction, I feel. And does it harm Australia's chances at the World Cup? one three hundred seven three six seven three six 736 736 to give us a call on the Harcourts open line for all things real estate. Speak to Harcourts or you can send through a 40 Winks temper text on 0433 98 11 16. Get your unique bed match profile and find the right bed for you. 40 Winks serious about sleep. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Muhammad, stay on the line. We'll get to you on the other side of this. And yes, Kramer in Brisbane. Yep, I am on doing the double duties uh, today on SEM and I'll catch you tomorrow morning again from 5 o'clock as well. It's not Tradies News in a nutshell, it's the Maccas run, the McSpicy range at Maccas. Can you handle the heat? Matthew Cox with you this evening here on SEM. The Monopoly game at Maccas is in full swing. Download the My Maccas app and play today. Welcome to the Maccas Run with Sam Hargraves. Matthew Cox in the chair with you this evening here on the Maccas Run. Give us a call on 1300 736 736 or you can send through a temper 40 wings text on 043398 as Hayden did a little earlier when we were discussing the expectations for the Aussies heading towards the ICC Men's T20 World Cup. I think the fact it's an annual event waters it down its relevance. Well, it's only annual this stage, uh, Aiden, because of COVID. That's why the uh, two T20 World Cups are, are jammed back to back and we've got a one-day international World Cup on our horizon as well. So it's all because it was affected, the timing's thrown out because of the COVID situation. So that's why we've got one back-to-back this year. And then uh, regarding... Glenn Maxwell. Maxwell has been failing every inning since the last World Cup and Stoinis about the same. Well, to be fair to Stoinis, he's uh, suffered uh, some injuries which haven't helped him along the way. Both lucky to get a game, in my opinion. Marsh and Warner are the keys to victory from Big Brian in uh, Bali. Be uh, nice over in that part of the world at the moment. Muhammad's been hanging on the line. Evening to you. No, we'll, uh, we won't go there. He's disappeared again. Uh, which means we'll go to the Sheffield Shield scores from uh, across the day. Starting at the Junction Oval where Victoria, they're four for 446. This is in response to Western Australia's 466 before being dismissed. The notable headlines to come out of this uh, match, apart from the fact that it looks as though it's a batting paradise at the City Power Centre, is the fact that Marcus Harris has made 111 runs and Peter Hanscom, 174 not out. He'll return to the crease in the morning alongside Sam Harper for day four of that encounter, which you feel as if is heading towards a draw now. Will Pekoski, our eyes are on him ahead of the upcoming 
summer as well. Only made 37 runs today. Nick Maddinson, just the two. Peter Hanscom and Marcus Harris, the standout for or standouts rather for Victoria. 174 for Peter Hanscom, not out. So he gets the opportunity to continue tomorrow, while Marcus Harris also made 111, and that comes off the back of Cam Bancroft securing his 20th first-class century earlier in the match. 100 off 201 deliveries, and Hilton Cartwright making 70, Sam Whiteman 82. So it certainly seems a batting paradise at the Junction Oval at this stage. Other Sheffield Shield results from across the day. Stumps on day two between Queensland and New South Wales. And Queensland trail New South Wales by 27 runs after the New South Welshman made 246 in their first innings. Four for 219. Queensland currently find themselves in. Matt Renshaw, 86, not out. He'll rejoin Jimmy Pearson at the crease tomorrow. 33, not out is uh, the current scorecard from a Queensland perspective. And then the game that was completed today over at the Adelaide Oval, South Australia went down to Tasmania by seven wickets. It looked as though that was going to be the case a little earlier today when you uh, looked at the score sheets. Uh, Three for 235 Tasmania made in their second innings. I suppose the story to come out of this is Peter Siddle. He's still doing it. He's still got it for Tasmania. Awarded player of the match for uh, his efforts. He took uh, four for 45 in the second innings. That included four maidens from 19 overs. And in the first innings, he took four for 51, seven maidens from 18 overs. He's still got it, Peter Siddle. It's amazing what uh, some of these cricketers are doing as age doesn't seem to be getting in the way of them at all. We'll bring you up to speed with what's occurring in the ICC Men's T20 World Cup very shortly. Two matches today. Match seven has completed. Match eight about to get underway in around half an hour's time or so down in Hobart and a few warm-up games as well, which we'll get to on the other side of the break. Also, I want to have a chat about some comments made by Greg Swan regarding Chris Fagan and what the situation is there. An update was provided on Drive a little earlier today. And Jared Leinert also joined Dwayne a little earlier today. His time at the Saints has come to a close. Makes you ponder, given his services this year, he was a valuable top-up player. Who from the delisted free agents list could fill in a similar capacity for your team? Send through your nominations on 0433981116. It's the Maccas run. Matthew Cox with you this evening here on SEN. The Monopoly game at Maccas is in full swing. Download the My Maccas app and play today. Welcome to the Maccas Run with Sam Hargraves. Welcome back to the Maccas Run this evening here on SEN. Matthew Cox with you this evening, filling in for Sammy Hargraves. Feel free to give us a call on 1300 736 736 or thanks to the Harcourt's open line, your move your hard courts, or you can send through a 40 Winks temper text on 0433 
98 11 at 16. There's uh, this temper text or temper 40 winks temper texter did go saners. Yes, finally, some real hope alluding to the Ross line conversation we had a little earlier with Hamish who called in and was incredibly supportive of the outlook at the moment for the pending St Kilda coach. So we'll again wait to see. There's been no real movement on that story today apart from the news yesterday that they met again with St Kilda for the second consecutive day. So we just wait and see. We just wait and see what occurs at Moorabbin and whether or not uh, Ross Lyon will be returning to the helm, although every indication seems to be that is the case. And we've been talking about Australia's... Well, the expectation for Australia in this World Cup and looking at a couple of specific individuals that have been placed on the agenda so far this evening from uh, Scott in Mount Evelyn... Uh, maybe Brian, who sent through a text earlier, should look at Maxwell's bowling figures and what he does in the field. Those combined with his batting record and potential make him a lock in T20. That's from uh, Scott from Mount Evelyn, who sent that in. I suppose that's the whole picture, and you can apply that theory to what Aaron Finch provides because there's a lot of criticism with what he does with the bat and... Maybe rightly so, given he holds the title of captain against his name. But what else he does and what he provides for that playing group assists them in having a chance at success. I know that's a similar thing that can be provided on that front. But, geez, there's been a, an awful lot of distractions for the Aussies. Their form in the warm-up which I don't know whether you read too much into, considering that it was a very similar story heading into last year's World Cup. Australia's form was hit and miss. It was an unsettled team. We didn't quite know what to expect, and we went on to win the tournament. Can that script be repeated for the home World Cup this year? The Stephen Smith, or the Steve Smith situation... Looks as though he's out of the 11 based on the comments made by George Bailey over the course of the last 24 hours and regarding Tim David's spot in the side. And the whole captaincy conversation or leadership conversation for Australia, not directly applicable to the T20 tournament, but it is hovering in the background. Pat Cummins named as skipper of the one-day international side yesterday, but this ongoing conversation regarding David Warner just feels like there's an awful lot of distractions on this group heading towards the T20 World Cup and you add to that where the interest just doesn't seem to be there at least at this stage it might change with Australia taking on New Zealand this weekend in the build-up to it and that's why a little earlier I questioned whether or not the success for Australia, this tournament, was to help legitimise the T20 format. Mike from Perth has sent this through. My question to you is why would it take an Australian win to make T20 a legitimate format? Just because Australia have not performed well in the past doesn't mean it's not that. Typical Australian bias added to the end of uh, that temper 40 winks text. Well, the reason I ask or pose that question, Mike, is 
is because at the end of the tournament last year, you felt as if there was an appreciation more for the strategic nous of the, the format, particularly at international level where it's been hit and miss about how invested you, you get into the, the format. It's been questioned and I don't know whether the Big Bash competition, given that there is so much focus on the entertainment aspect of it, whether that diminishes that legitimacy. So I wonder whether if Australia can be successful during the upcoming tournament, whether that assists us in thinking of it beyond an entertainment concept. There are a lot of people that would suggest that I am completely wrong and it is a legitimate format and there are strategies and technicalities. But I wonder whether the wider audience would agree with that or whether it is just still a source of entertainment, whether it is with that tagline of hit and giggle kind of aspect. That's what I'm questioning. 0433 98 11 16 or 1300 736 736 to share your views with us here on at the Macca's Run, the McSpicy Range at Macca's. Can you handle the heat? A bit of footy news that's been floating around across the course of the day today as well. The Chris Fagan, Alistair Clarkson uh, situation continues to be of interest. Greg Swan, the CEO of the Brisbane Lions, he was on a little earlier on the run home with Andy and Gazy discussing what the future holds for Chris Fagan and how soon a potential return to the club might be. Uh, not really. I mean, we've we've had some discussions about uh, about that and... We're still talking to the AFL. Look, we are waiting a little bit, and everyone is to, you now that the panel's been established, to see what the terms of reference are. And yeah. I think once that's done, then that might give us a bit more clarity on, on how this process will roll, or, you know, how long it'll take and things like that. And, yeah, we think, um, you know, obviously Chris took a leave of absence to prepare himself for, for this, but I think he's pretty much done that. So once that all gets established, I think we can make, you know, make an application or... You know, bring him back and let him get him to do some work and also deal with that matter at the same time. So I think I think that's a possibility. So optimism for Chris Fagan returning in some sort of capacity to the Brisbane Lions in the coming weeks. He was spotted during the trade period in discussions with the Brisbane Lions list management team on the final day of trade period. So he still has been working behind the scenes, Chris Fagan, but... And because it's only a leave of absence as well, but it looks as though that he will return in a full-time capacity in the not-too-distant future. That was Greg Swan speaking a little earlier on the run home with Andy and Gazy. If you want to listen in to that full chat, head to sen.com.au or download the SEN app and you'll be able to find the chat that they had with Greg on a variety of issues regarding the uh, Brisbane Lions. Jared Linets was delisted by the St Kilda Footy Club over the course of the last day or so. He was on the station a little earlier today with Dwayne and reflected on the interest that he currently has from other clubs about potentially acquiring his services for the 2023 season. Um, my manager's sort of, yeah, calling lots of clubs at the moment, trying to get a gauge of interest in that. But I suppose I'm in a boat of 
a lot of players who have been delisted recently. And, um, yeah, so who, who sort of knows what's, what's going to happen. But Played a handful of games with the Saints this year. It was, I suppose you could argue, serviceable for why he was brought in during the pre-season supplemental selection period and probably falls into the category of a top-up player that served his club well. Based on the delisted free agency list that uh, has come our way, I think we're up to around 101 players and might even be more after uh, today at the moment that have found their way into that phase of their career. Who would be the ideal top-up player for your club and why? Send through a nomination, 0433981116. In a similar way to what he provided the Saints this year, what happens to your club? Who would be an ideal candidate for that top-up position? one three hundred seven three six seven three six 736 736 to give us a call. We can send through a 40 Winks temper text. Consumer's Choice winner temper mattresses, pillows and adjustable bases conforms to the exact shape of your body. The other footy news uh, that came out late today, Collingwood has announced that they have... Uh, signed Will Kelly on a one-year contract extension. There's been a bit of movement with their list over the last couple of days, so that adds to that. The son of Collingwood Premiership player Craig Kelly, 22 years of age, was a father-son selection in the 2018 National Draft, made his debut in 2020. Um, he will get another crack at the elite level next year, signing a one-year contract extension with the Collingwood Footy Club over the last couple of days. So Will Kelly gets the chance to go around again in season 2023. And, of course, the Ross Lyons situation with St Kilda continues to bubble away. We'll wait for some movement on that front. No real clear movement today. So we'll wait to see what he can provide or what news comes our way over the course of the next couple of Days one three hundred seven three six seven three six oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen to join in the conversation uh, with us this evening here on the Maccas Run. Um, for me, Pakistan are the team to watch in this tournament. They had a warm up match today, which was unfortunately interrupted by rain up at the Gabba. Uh, it was against Afghanistan, who made six for one hundred and fifty four from their twenty overs, and unfortunately, Pakistan. Could only get onto the field for just over two overs, and they managed only 19 runs. So no result was declared in that warm-up match a little earlier today. There's another uh, warm-up match that is scheduled for the Gabba tonight, but given the weather conditions up there, it might be interesting whether or not it does make its way to the pitch this evening. New Zealand to take on India that to get underway in around 20 minutes' time. Um, hopefully, hopefully the weather has cleared at the Gabba for that uh, warm-up match to get underway between New Zealand and India in the official matches today. Match seven down at Blundstone Arena in Hobart. Ireland have claimed a six-wicket victory over Scotland. Uh, they claimed that with one over to spare. Scotland five for 176 from their 20 overs. Ireland a four for 180. So they have recorded a win in match number seven, the ICC Men's T20 World Cup. Tonight, match eight gets underway between the West Indies and Zimbabwe. That match also to be 
uh, taking place down at Blundstone Arena. And uh, you can hear that match over on uh, the SEN app. Download it. You'll be able to listen to that unfold as the night progresses. The West Indies taking on Zimbabwe tonight as part of the T20 World uh, Cup. Um, Aaron Finch is not up to it. Form is paramount. And I, I understand that with, given that he is also the captain, so it does come with a larger target on his back. But what he provides around the locker room, around the field, adds to the uh, equation for me, for Aaron Finch, which is why I'm prepared to back him in, in at least until the end of the World Cup. Because otherwise, if questions continue about his form and about whether or not he is the right man to be leading Australia throughout the tournament, it becomes another distraction. We live in the past with players that have been good. There's another temper text that has come through, and Australia do not want to peak too early. Last year, they played their best cricket at the death. If March stays fit, the Aussies win. Of the uh, temper 40 winks text regarding the expectations for Australia at the ICC Men's T20 World Cup. Keep sending through your thoughts on that front. And also top-up players. Who would be the ideal candidate to come in and fill a role at your club? Not necessarily to be a part of the best 2022, but to add depth, to add some coverage, to add some assistance to your team in 2023. Send through your nominations on 0433981116 or you can give us a call on 1300 736 736. It's the Maccas run this evening on SEN, the McSpicy range at Maccas. Can you handle the heat? Matthew Cox with you this evening. We'll come back. We'll wrap the show up with uh, a bit of a sports update. We'll take you around the grounds again with some of the other sport that has unfolded across the day. Stay tuned. More on the other side of this. The Monopoly game at Maccas is in full swing. Download the My Maccas app and play today. Welcome to the Maccas Run with Sam Hargraves. Welcome back to the Maccas Run, the McSpicy range at Maccas. Can you handle the heat? Matthew Cox with you this evening here on SEN. Thanks very much for your company this evening as we've gone through what Australia's expectations are and had a wide-ranging chat on that front and as well as some of the other footy topics. And there is a bit of news swirling around. Tom Brown reporting on uh, Seven News this evening that it's all but a sealed deal, according to Tom, that uh, Ross Lyon has met once again with St Kilda and has met with the board today. So and decision is imminent, is what uh, Tom Brown is reporting over on 7 News this evening. So Saints fans can expect some sort of news, you would think, before the end of the week, given how quickly things have progressed since Monday when he was doorstopped, exiting um, Andrew Bassett's house. So uh, a decision imminent is what Tom Brown is reporting tonight over on that 7 News. How does that make you feel? I know there's a fair bit of optimism that came through a little bit of earlier, a little bit earlier when we were discussing Ross Lyon. So with that news, it's not a great deal, but it seems to be heading 
in that direction. How does that make you feel? 043398-1116 to send through a late temper 40 winks text, uh, which on that very text machine, we called for nominations for top-up players, someone that could arrive at your club and potentially fill a role in season 2023, as Jared Liner did this year with the Saints. I think he played 11 games off the top of my head and was serviceable in those games that he played. He provided some depth. He provided some coverage. So what would who would fill a similar sort of role at your club next year? Play a handful of games and be perfect depth or perfect coverage for your team. Mitch Wallace would be ideal at the Kangas, a good leader to help out our youth that came through. And then there was another one as well that uh, was after Mitch Wallace's uh, services, and it regards the very club that currently has a coaching vacancy as well. How would the Saints go about signing Mitch Wallace? I really think he would be unreal for our current situation, even though we have been subject to signing wash-ups in the past, a different scenario. It wouldn't, it's, it's, again, a fascination with St Kilda. He would provide that coverage and depth for the, for the forward line, but is it what this team requires, which is the ultimate question and what he can provide is he the x factor that the saints have been looking for i doubt it i doubt it but what could he provide in a similar sort of capacity to what um to what line did this year with the saints is that something that could be on the agenda for uh for Mitch Wallace going forward. Uh, from Stuart on the Central Coast in New South Wales, the Tigers need to look at anyone who's a, a half-decent defender in case we have a situation where we lose Grimes or a Tarrant. So someone can step into that void and not leave too much a, a gap, which happened this year. Well, would you be tempted to look at someone like a... Josh Walker, who was delisted a little earlier in the week. Would you be tempted, Tigers fans, just to provide that depth and coverage? Not necessarily because he's an A-grade player, but because he can come in and play a role. Would you be tempted to entertain the thought of that idea? 043-98-11-16. This off the 40 Winks temper text. I don't know what they are doing at the Crows, but they desperately need a ruckman. Brian got destroyed by a makeshift Port Adelaide ruck set up in the last game and they seem happy to go with him again next year. Might be able to fill that void, potentially. Or doesn't he fall into that same uh, category? And uh, (laughs) from Roscoe, Sydney Stack would be pretty good at Richmond. I think you're holding out some high hopes uh, there, Roscoe. Appreciate all your temper texts throughout the course of the evening. Just recapping some of the news headlines from across the day, uh, starting with the ICC Men's T20 
World Cup. Ireland have defeated Scotland by six wickets in match seven down at Blundstone Arena today. The West Indies take on Zimbabwe, which is scheduled to get underway in just over five minutes' time down at Blundstone Arena. Head across to the SEN app to listen live to that coverage. In the Sheffield Shield, Victoria, they trail Western Australia by 20 runs with six wickets remaining. It stumps on day three. The headlines to come out of that are Peter Hanscom, 174 not out, alongside Sam Harper, who's 77 not out. Marcus Harris also made 111 in that encounter. Today, uh, Queensland, they trail uh, New South Wales by 27 runs with six wickets remaining. It stumps on day two at Dramoina Oval. Queensland four for 219 in response to New South Wales. 246 and Tassie has claimed a seven wicket victory with uh, over South Australia with Peter Siddle the player of the match. That's it for the Maccas run thanks to the mix, the mix spicy range at Maccas. Can you handle the heat? I'm Matthew Cox. Been a pleasure to fill in the chair with you tonight and I'll be back with you tomorrow morning for Tradies News in a nutshell from five o'clock. So look forward to your company if you're going to be up at that hour. Until then, I, uh, I'll leave you with this. Have a good night here on SEN. I'm pretty tired. I think I'll go home now. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.